Hi, I'm Lorraine, the Lifetime Coach. Welcome to my podcast. This is a space to come together and be inspired on your path to self-love, the most important journey you will ever take. I am a spiritual life coach and look forward to exploring spiritual practices, tools and methods with you to unlock your inner strength so no situation in life is greater than you. Remember, everything begins with one small step. Hi everybody, hope this podcast is finding you well this week. We are pretty much back to normal now after the house move and I'm back set up as usual. But first of all, I would like to address last week's podcast. So, you know, it was funny at the time, I was sitting in the wardrobe, trying to do it on my phone, not sure about the sound, but all week it's kind of played on my mind. And I mean, I know a lot of you have, you know, given me feedback on it and you all enjoyed it. And well, the ones that, you know, contacted me did. But I just want to bring it back to being real. And it was just a podcast I was, if I'm being honest, I was really, really unhappy with. We were in the middle of a house move. I couldn't find my equipment. But you know what? I just, I showed up. I still did it. And every bit of me was kind of saying, you know, I had every excuse not to. It would have been the easier thing to do. It would not to be to do it. I couldn't fit in the time. I was totally unprepared, which is, you know, it's quite unlike me. I don't particularly sit down to do my podcast. I Well, I never, ever have a script, but I might have some idea, you know, and I always say that within the week, it, it's shown me, but it was a bedlam week last week. And as I say, I didn't have the equipment, but it it's just, I found it in a way so profound because I literally just had to show up. I had the choice. I could either skip it and let everybody down, let myself down really, or just show up. Just do it messy. You know, messy and done is better than not done. So I still showed up for you guys. I still showed up for myself. And I guess moving forward, let's look at what are you not showing up for yourself in? What are you waiting to have done perfect? Because if we're not trying and we're not doing it, how are we ever going to get perfect? Like that saying goes that we thought when we, you know, we were a child, practice makes perfect. So we got to be doing it. We got to get it out there. And like that, like I said, I, you know, I'm blown away with the feedback I get with this. You know, I, I didn't know was I going to do it. And the first one I ever recorded, I put it out into a, a group like of 300 people just to see what they thought. And I was laughing because for me, it was a clear indicator. This is what I definitely shouldn't be doing. So I didn't take it as a failure. I thought, oh no, I'm definitely not meant to do it. But the, the feedback I got even within that group was, was really, really um, positive and they, they loved my style. And I kind of, and I always had this gut feeling I was meant to do a podcast. So I went with it. But again, I, I didn't, you know what? I just didn't study doing podcasts or nothing. It was something I knew I was meant to do and I just did it. And like last week, it wasn't perfect. But how many people is it helping? Like there's so many of you listening now nodding going, yep, me. And I can say that with confidence because there's no need to have to give me the feedback. You don't have to do that. But you do. So many of you reach out and say, thank you, Lorraine. Oh, my goodness. This was profound that week. Or I really needed to hear that. Or, you know, at the time that I didn't, that didn't actually mean much to me. But as the week went on, wait, I'll tell you what happened. You know, or that you've seen something clearer. And that was me. I wasn't going to do this. And I could, I might not have shown up last week because it was not going to be perfect. But I showed up. So 
let that just be a little reflection for yourself. What are you not doing because you're waiting to be perfect? Because let me tell you now, if you're not doing it and you're waiting to be perfect, just just don't bother because it's not going to happen. You know, you, you only get better with practice. You only fine tune with practice. It's like, you know, and so many of you will laugh now and go, what is she on about? But I'm pretty sure most of us know Kanye West. And I say often when I'm working with people in a group, let's have a Kanye West amount of confidence. And there's so many people like, so Kanye West is a rapper and I don't know of anyone with as much confidence as that man. Like you love him or hate him, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's still an abundance of confidence there. And then, you know, you might even know in your personal life people that are, you know, rappers or could do what he does. But what sets other people apart? You know, you're already saying this, this person and this person, they're better rappers or whatever it is that he does. But the amount of self-belief that man has. A thousand people could walk up to him and tell him how rubbish his music was and he wouldn't hear it at all he would not take that in can you imagine if just one person walked up to you and said they didn't like what you were wearing they didn't like the sound of your voice they didn't like how you looked they didn't like your work you would retreat into yourself some of you wouldn't you know but how many of you oh the thoughts of it one person just commenting and it could be one person that you don't even like but that's what you'd hear because 10 people could tell us something nice, but we'll hold on to that one negative. Whatever reason, it's human nature. But Kanye West, absolutely not. You know, if if he was in a room with 100 people and one person said they liked his music and 99 said they didn't, he'd, all he'd hear is that one. Maybe he wouldn't even hear that one because he is so confident in his own ability. And that is what would set that's why he's soaring over somebody else it's not necessarily his actual singing talent it's his self-belief so what what I'm going to look at this week okay I'm, I'm gonna for me how I work as a person and I know it helps so many people when I do this for me to catch something when I'm thinking of it or doing it, I, I like a visual. I like to know in my head. I like to be able to see something clear, just one quick, quick, clear glimpse picture in my head and it catches me immediately. So what I want to talk about again is like that with our confidence, okay? Things that stop us moving forward. Things that we know we could go for. We could go for that promotion. We could approach this person to ask for a date. We could join that slimming club. We could start our own business. You know, the amount of, we could say no to that person, okay? Things that all take confidence and we know we have the ability to do it. But still, them doubts in our mind, who are we to do it? I'm not good enough. Such and such is more experienced than me. They're prettier than me. Whatever them crazy thoughts are in our head. But them thoughts are put into our head when we are a child, kind of between the ages of seven and nine. And our brain just believes what we tell it, okay? So they go into your subconscious. And then as you're an adolescent, they they really take seed. And for you, and, and 
they're there. You, you're not even aware that they are there. It's kind of like with money. You know, money's a big one. So things that will be brought up and we'll hear, and it comes from our peers, you know, it comes from anybody who we have had a direct relationship with, you know, growing up. But people might say, well, money is evil, or um, she was lovely till she made a few pounds, you know, or the same for a guy, or, you know, oh, money only brings bad things, and, you know, money's the root of all evil, money's hard to come by. All these things we've all grown up here and we all have, we've all grown up and heard at least one around money, like a real negative mindset, okay? And they're kind of there in the back of our mind. And then we might be, whatever it is that we go to do, that will be there in the back of our mind. Money's really hard to come by. Money doesn't flow easily to me. Who would I should be making, you know, that amount of money? It's all there. Who would I be to go for that audition? Who would I be to go for that promotion? Sure, what would he see in me if I asked him? What would she see in me? All these kind of things, right? Because we're so quick to put ourselves down. I've said it before, that the bad stuff is so much easier to believe. Human nature, okay? But let's try and visualize something, okay? Because this is what works for me. So if I have a doubt in my mind about my ability on something in any in any way right something that i know automatic that's a limiting belief that's negative i can visualize this okay and it just boom straight away i catch it and you'll see what i do okay so i want you to pretend right i want you to picture a flower pot okay whatever flower pot it's yours and it can be whatever color and that flower pot rep just represents your body that's it okay that's you that's your shell and then I want you to put the nicest, richest soil into your flower pot, okay? That's all your, you know, all the things that we need in our body, our blood, our veins, our arteries, our organs, okay? And that's a great foundation there, okay? We have the body, we've got everything we need. That's what we're born into the world with. And you can sprinkle in a few seeds, you know? That, that they're all the positives, a nice few flower seeds. Then you get the things like uh, where you're told, oh, be quiet, I can't listen to you anymore. Um, or in school, you put your hand up to answer a question, you get it wrong and the whole class laughs. And then that, that goes in there because you're never going to do that again. Not putting your hand up to be made a show of ever again because the fear of getting it wrong. And how many of us are like that as an adult? That's not something that's just for children. You will not speak out in that meeting in a family situation, you're not speaking up. You're not going to be the one to make a show of yourself. You won't, but this is what you've you've come to believe, right? And that goes into your flower pot. But that goes in as a weed. Now, any of us that have ever, ever had a garden know if you want to kill a flower, you don't even nearly have to try. If you're anything like me, plant some flowers. Oh my gosh, no matter what I buy, no matter what I do, you know, I really struggle to keep them blooming. But weeds, they are just going to follow you around. No problem. They seem to be able to grow anywhere and to kill them. You know, that that's a battle and a half. They can regrow, regrow. But think about a, a flower, how delicate it is. You kind of touch off it and you can nearly break it. But a weed, 
it's strong and it's thicker. So what is it? We've talked about before our limiting beliefs and trying to bring them into our awareness. So you picture something that you were told as a child. You know, you could have been that person in the class that put your hand up and they made a show of you. Or it could have been, you know, kids in school saying things about, you know, slagging something about how you look, how you walk, how you talk, something about your family. It can be a money belief. It can be a belief if you came from a broken home that marriages are doomed. Whatever it is, that went into your pot, okay? And now that's a weed. So they go in as a child and then as an adolescent, they get stronger and stronger. See how much that weed will grow right through to adulthood. So most of us that are listening are now adults. I know there's a few teenagers that tune into this, okay? So this is great for you because the quicker you catch that weed, the quicker it is to get it out, okay? And you can always reverse your weeds, always, okay? You can always get rid of them. It takes a hell of a lot more work to get rid of a weed than it does of a flower. But why would you want to get rid of flowers? Flowers are all the amazing things that you thought. It's all the praise that you get. Drop all those seeds in, but see that weed, that just stays growing and growing. So now we're adults and we've carried this belief around for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And we're looking at reversing that weed. You're going to need a hell of a lot of weed killer. You're going to need a hell of a lot of work to go in. And then it's really scary because you get rid of that weed and how much space is left? That's really unknown territory. And I just think that's a fabulous visualization because when I start thinking, oh, do I deserve this or who am I or anything that might pop into my mind, I picture my flower pot straight away and I picture that weed. Do you know, it catches me and I go, no, 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 no. I am not nurturing that weed. And instead, that's when your affirmations, I've, t- I've told you before, when I ever first heard about affirmations, couldn't really see the point in them. A bit ridiculous. But see how they slowly, it's slowly trying to get rid of that weed. Think about weeds in your own garden. Very rare that you, you know, you can kill them on the first go. So it's the same in this flower pot that symbolizes you, your body, your mind, your soul. You're going to have to use different things to get rid of this weed. The longer it's there, the more it's going to take to get rid of it, but you know you can get rid of it. So every day, you know, and so many people, I'm doing so much work around law of attraction at the moment and the parts that I feel are not a, are not thought, okay? And that is all about self-love and it is all about de-weeding your flower pots, okay? Because, you know, we are thought to think with law of attraction, you kind of visualize, you believe, and then it comes into fruition. For me, there's so much more behind that. I've said it numerous times. How are you going to visualize that you deserve all these blessings in your life when you have no self-belief? And it's one thing keeps saying, I'm going to get that job. I'm going to get that job. Or I'm going to get that 100K a year. You can stay seeing your your brain knows, okay? You, You don't really believe it. You're not believing it. You're not visualizing it. You're not seeing it because you don't think you deserve it because you've still got this big thick weed in your flower pot okay so start with the affirmations find what works for you what relationships like actual 
human relationships in your life as nurturing that weed. Start looking at your life. As, start looking at yourself as that flower pot and looking at your life. What everything in your life. And say to yourself, question the people in your life, question the jobs in your life, the friendships, the hobbies, everything you're doing. And are they sprinkling seeds in for flowers and make helping you bloom? Or are they nurturing that weed? Or are they becoming just a whole other weed? You know, is that a whole other belief? And how many more years do you want that weed to take up the room in the flower pot? So that, like for me, it's a game changer. Catching that thought. And don't forget, confidence comes from within. There is nothing as sexy as somebody that's confident. And it doesn't matter. You can pick whatever color you want your flower pot to be. You know, if your favorite color is pink or yellow or whatever. But it doesn't matter what it really looks like. Because when you're putting the right things into your flower pot, them flowers are going to overflow. That's what's going to show. Not the actual outside. It's what's flowing over. Them flowers. The color. You know? So catch it. What in your life is making those flowers grow? And what's really dragging you down into that big, thick weed? And just be so mindful of that for this week. You know, when you catch yourself having a thought, instead of, so sorry, when I was saying about law of attraction, the amount of people that say to me, ah, oh, having a bad day. Um, so I think, you know, I think they think it's like a board game, you know, law of attraction you kind of have a few good days and you, you know, you're, you're doing your affirmations and you might be doing this and that and, you know, visualizing and yeah, writing it down and journaling or whatever tools, okay, it is that you use. And you kind of take these five spaces around this board game. And then they have a day, uh, you know, where they're not feeling so great or, you know, they're, they're not doing their journal, all these things they promise themselves, you know, promise themselves they're going to do in a day. And this is why I always say everything begins with one small step. I say it over and over and over again. Because it does. Everything begins with one small step. And I always say to people, don't decide on a Sunday night that, oh, come Monday, you're taking on 10, 10 new things you're going to do. You change one. Anyone that's ever done my self-love challenge, it's one small thing a day. That's it. Just one. Some of them is just drinking water every day. I've talked about it, okay? But people think, you know, with Law of Attraction, if you picture it as a board game, they're doing all these things right and they're flying around this board game. And then they get the day, you know, where they don't do the journal and they don't do this. And then the negative thoughts come in. And it's like they think they're going miles back on this, this board game. Absolutely not. You're really not. Because we're human, you know, we're only human. It's our decisions, it's our choices that are making, you know, making these things. So on the day where you feel like, so let go of that law of attraction thing. Oh, no, never going to get it now. Genie Max, you know, I'm going back to the start of this board game. No, you're not. Because we learn so much from them dark days. What got you to that dark day? What was it? Who was it? What choices did you make? Did you burn yourself out and you hadn't got time to, you know, do whatever your self-care routine is? Something got you to that dark day. It didn't just happen by magic. So what was it? You know, and it's usually a case of, oh, well, I didn't give myself enough time. Or I should have said no to this person or I allowed this person to speak to me that way or, you know, whatever it is, something got you to that day. 
So when you get to that piece on the board game, instead of panicking, oh no, that's me and law of attraction out the window, I've gone back to the start. No, stay still, stay where you are and look at that, focus in on that. What has happened in that moment for you to think that you've gone back so far? What's led to it? Because now it's in your awareness. Now you're going to break it down. And when you break it down, you're going to get to the root cause. And you won't do that again. Or if you do do it again, you know, you oh, you can pick it up a lot quicker. It's so in your awareness now. So you're not going to stay going around in them circles. So that's what I'd love you to think about this week. Instead of panicking, you know, don't panic on that. And really picture that flower pot. And, you know, as I said, look at all the choices, the relationships, even the things you say, you know, we've talked about it before, making yourself the butt end of a joke, you know, just to fit in, just to be funny. We do it all the time, don't we? So many of us do it. So what are you doing? What are you doing to plant more seeds in your flower pot? And and what are the things that are nurturing your weed? You know, maybe do some inner child meditation. Maybe write, you know, some people, there's so much there from their childhood. Make this week be the week that you write a letter to seven-year-old you. Go back to basics on it and see what it is. Because we all have them weeds. It doesn't make us weak. It doesn't make us imperfect. It's absolutely human nature. We pick it up along the way. You could be the best parent in the world. And a psychologist recently has said that for every um, for every positive we say to our child, we say 10 negatives. And that doesn't mean things like shut up or don't talk or, you know, kind of really quite crude things. It could be a case of, oh, careful, don't touch that because it's hot. It's, you know, it's 10 things for their own good. And that could be you being a perfect parent. And we all know there's no such thing. But I'm saying, you know, we that's what we feed. So it's not... You know, we all have these weeds. We all have these limiting beliefs. So this week, be really mindful. Give yourself some time to picture this flower pot and catch yourself every week. You know, when you're kind of saying, oh, no, that's not for me. Oh, I I couldn't do that. No, I, I couldn't do that. When you're making yourself the joke, stop. Nope. That is not planting seeds that you want in your flower pot. That's nurturing that weed. And what you're doing is getting rid of it. And that, that, this is where all the magic happens. You know, this is where the law of attraction happens so quickly because you're so busy doing this and it just becomes second nature. It's like when I say checking in with ourselves every day. When you master that, that, that is such a game changer too. And I know so many of you are working hard on it. What do you need in the day? So simple when you master it. I know how hard that is. Trust me, I know. I've been there. This is why I know how important it is, but I also know how difficult it is when you're starting that. These are all tools and methods that I promise you are going to make such a difference. And it's when you master these, that is when the magic happens. It really, really is. This is the vital work. This is the part that has to be done. Because you're you're not where you want to be because we're going around in circles. It's not even in our awareness what could be going wrong for us. So please give yourself the time. And if all this resonates with you, but you know you have a crazy week ahead, just jot this stuff down because 
you're probably not going to go back and re-listen to this podcast. You know, or you might think, oh, I will, and you won't remember what episode or whatever. Jot it down now. Flower pot, you're not going to forget all this. Draw a quick visual. No one else has to know what we're talking about. And the more you practice it, the more it just becomes second nature to you. So just really bring into your awareness this week who, who's in your life. Are they nurturing the weed? Are they sprinkling new flowers that it's overspilling, you know, your flower pot? your confidence, your self-belief. What are you doing? Your environment, everything. Bring it all into your awareness. Because when, until you bring it all into your awareness, you don't know what's possible. You don't know what needs change. You don't, you know, that's what it's all about. That's a lot of information. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I really, really urge you to put this into action this week. I pass this on because it's so vital. It really, really is. So have a great week, everybody. I will be so excited to hear what you all thought about your flower pots. And I can't wait to see them absolutely overflowing with flowers. Have a great week, everybody, and take care of yourself. That brings us to the end of today's show. Remember, until we're together again, to keep checking in with yourself. What is it that you need every day? A sincere thank you to each and every one of you for listening today. It really does mean a lot. And if you don't want to miss any more of this amazing content, please subscribe. If you feel inclined, please leave a review. It's been an honour to spend time with you today. Thank you for listening.